DJ and PK brought to you in part by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. PK, we just talked with Joe Ingles, a segment we could probably oversimplify and summarize by saying athletes are people too. That was not a lot of basketball and a lot more about uh, Joe, what makes him tick, what motivates him. You love stuff like that. You love people's stories. Well, it was zero basketball, actually. It was almost exclusively about Renee and the kids. <laughs> that never goes gets old to you, does it? We were talking, I just randomly say it throughout the day. <laughs> we were talking earlier this morning about this survey of uh, basketball coaches, and, and somebody asked Kyle Winningham his favorite movie and all that, and you just couldn't have been less interested in rewatching some of these movies that other people consider hits and use to pass the time, and when I'm channel surfing, I stop in some of them, but you, you could kill time with Ronai and the kids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just, that, that'll that keep you going for two hours. Somebody else is over here <laughs> watching whatever their favorite movie is, Forrest Gump or I don't know. You know, but you, you, Renai and the kids. <laughs> hey, Goodwill Hunting is on. <laughs> Maybe Renai and the kids want to watch it. <laughs> hey, look, Braveheart. <laughs> Wayne Tinkle, Oregon State, Braveheart. He's all about William Wallace. Uh, <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> well, you have the Australian connection there, don't you, with Braveheart? Uh, not exactly. Scottish, Australian. The Commonwealth. Come on. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Oh, come on. It's close enough. Jeez. Yuck. I mean, he's been, DJ's been all about genealogy this morning, has he not? That he has. That's <laughs> not exactly true, but I'll take it. <laughs> he's going. As I said earlier, his family tree. Family We're like history. one generation away from Adam it. and Eve. I told you, there's a bunch of the family tree. It's just been lost. Nobody knows. PK, there is a song that I grew up singing in primary that goes what right along it? with us. Oh boy, family history. DJ's doing it. His family history. <laughs> 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 Yuck, man. You, 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 <laughs> Utah County in the 90s is a mystery to PK. And oh, I. thank goodness you're here. I'm here to fill it in. Pull back the curtain. I'm filling you right in what's going on here. See, I've never sung one primary song. Obviously, I did not go to primary as a child, so I know nothing about it. Uh. But to learn at the feet <laughs> of two guys who've experienced this culture has just been very enlightening and educational for me. And I'm sure that it's fascinating to others. I mean, I had no idea. DJ took us one branch away from the tree, from the James family, all the way back to Adam and Eve. That's how impressive his family history is. I I went to my great-grandfather. That's a long ways away from now. I mean, gosh, that's we're going back well over a hundred years. That's straight impressive. Up, that's true. Straight up the paternal. Bra- okay, but my grandfather literally knew the story, and I grew up in the same town as him. It's not that impressive. There I are think people it's impressive. working. I don't there, have anything close to that. There are people working hours at a time, days at a time, digging up genealogy. Literally, my grandpa just told me, "Stop whining." My dad was an indentured servant. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same thing. Well, it's still very impressive. The James family has always been the closest, most tight-knit family that I know. Well, that's because you don't know all the stories. <laughs> but, 
I mean, sure, everyone has baggage. I mean, yeah. if there's a there's no such thing as a perfect family, but if there is, it's yours. Trying to work out how to figure out how to work in an old school reference into this conversation. Albino alligators and all. Blue movie reference. You're, you're my, my guy. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, not my guy. You're my boy. Yeah, you're my boy, Blue. Andy Enfield like old no. school. That was, no, what's the one with Rodney Dangerfield and he goes back to school? That was my favorite. And I think it might be back to school, hot... right? Yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah, to say, I think one. that's yeah, the title. It's <laughs> literally the title. I was just, I was literally, I was asking for confirmation, but I'm pretty sure that was it. So he's sitting in a hot tub in the movie, right? And he's got babes to his left, babes to his right, and they're pouring champagne. And the one babe says, just say when. And Ronnie says, oh, I'll tell you. How about now? I mean, that's funny. <laughs> and that's why they spent $11 million making it, and they made $133 million. <laughs> See, that's the kind of school that I like. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. Just say what? How about now? Oh, you got to do it in his accent. I tell you, you how about now? So do you remember, to bring everything back to basketball, do you remember the game when they brought Rodney Dangerfield out to do a bit during his timeout? I remember, I don't remember the actual game, but I remember what you're speaking of. I couldn't tell you who the Jazz played that, Nor, day, that evening. Neither could I, but my assignment was to interview Rodney after he did that bit. And that yes. did not go well. Now, you've said that. Refresh our memories as to why. Rodney was uh, a little older and uh, wasn't very sharp at all, even a little bit. The questions and the answers were all discombobulated. It didn't, it didn't really make any sense. So, Did you air it? You know, I think we didn't. I think we aired the bit on the floor. Just, this is like right, going right. back 20 years, so don't hold me. I think we aired some of the bit on the floor, or at least showed him doing it. I don't know if they ran the audio or not, but I don't think the interview I did made air. I don't think it was anything at all. And if we did, it was a very short snippet, you know, <laughs> 10 seconds and out. It, it, you know, you go down there thinking, oh, we're going to have four minutes with uh, Rodney Angel for, for the uh, Saturday or Sunday night show. No. No, we didn't. No? Nope. No. Nope. Well, I'll tell you, that's, that's because he came from a tough background, you know. You know, his mother in high school, she was voted most likely to conceive, I'll tell you. Bada bing. <laughs> All right. We, we went commercial free with Bowler and Joe Ingles for almost 45 minutes. So you got to make up some ground here and take another break. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, who expected optimism last week that the NBA season could resume as soon as mid-May, has backed off discussing any potential timetables for the league playing games again. I have no idea, Cuban said Wednesday on ESPN's Get Up. Uh, According to reports from Golf Digest last night, the British Open is set to be canceled, but RNA CEO Martin Slumber said in a statement this morning, we're continuing to work through our options for the Open this year, including postponement due to a range of external factors. That process is taking some time to resolve. NCAA Division I Council Coordination Committee announced yesterday the recruiting dead period for all sports will be extended through May 31st. And former Boston College starting quarterback Anthony Brown 
will transfer to Oregon. His graduate transfer has one season of eligibility left. He's thrown for 4,700 yards, 40 touchdowns, and 20 interceptions in his career. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Zero Res. Right now, there's nothing more important than clean, and that's why Zero Res is reducing their rates to help as many people as they can. Schedule with Zero Res right now for just $25 per room. Minimums do apply. Call Zero Res at 801-288-9376 or check them out online at zeroresalt.com. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Have you showed Lisa this story? No. Will you put the headset on her and show her that story? <laughs> okay, now you be respectful while I'm gone, okay? Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey yeah. fellas. Gordon is back. Hi, Gordon. Yeah, she's not here. I think she's on a walk or something. Now, wait a minute. Did you eat something? <laughs> I grabbed a snack. On the- you I didn't did go- even <laughs> go look for it. I saw a couple of M&Ms, so I chucked them in my mouth, and then I went to the other side of the house to look for them. You did not. You just went to the kitchen <laughs> to grab a snack. It's okay, isn't it? Sure, they're waiting on air for me, but heck, I'm oh, hungry. Draw, yeah, eat some more. Oh, I got a snack. <laughs> Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You take two months off and then you got to start the engines up again at 35. And you're not just going and starting the season. You're going from zero to 95 as in playoff intensity basketball. That's a dangerous proposition, not just for LeBron, but for the entire Lakers team. That's Rick Buecher, longtime NBA writer there, advocating for the uh, slow ramp-up of the NBA season. I think we're going to have some regular season games before we have playoff games, assuming the NBA has the time to do what it wants. Maybe they'd get in a corner and, and do that, and there'd be a risk of stars getting hurt right at the start of the playoffs. But seems like we're still a ways away from that, PK. It do, my good friend. It do. <laughs> You ready for the NBA to resume in Vegas? You think they can pull that off? Is that the best bet? Traveling in a traditional way all over the country seems difficult to impossible. I understand the premise behind it. I don't know if it could be pulled off, but the theory and reasoning behind it certainly under these circumstances makes sense. I really don't care what is going to happen as long as things are safe and deem safe to resume because I contend I don't want to hear sports are unimportant. I think that is absolutely false. I think sports are extremely important. The fact that we have sports will signal a great deal of other things that will be in order, and that's what's most important. The results of sports I have long since, and you know this, for 20s, 25, 30 years, have thought that they're way overblown. People get too involved in the actual results rather than enjoying the moments of the competitions that we have, whether it be men or women, and to revel in that and the experience of being able to watch and enjoy and celebrate when you win, but don't celebrate beyond control. And when you lose, okay, but keep it in perspective. But the fact that we have sports, I think, is very important. And the fact that we don't have sports right now is very significant because it is leisure to 95% of us, and that's something that we all need. If sports is back, then other stuff is back. And other stuff, even if it isn't back, is probably close to being back. So it's definitely a milestone marker if they're able to pull something yes. like the Vegas thing off. Absolutely. So for, I hope they yeah. can. For a lot of people who work in the service sector, that would be a really, really good sign. 
Even if it's not all the way back, it would it would still mean something. We're getting close. Uh, Mark Cuban, who earlier said, hey, 1st of June, I take the over or under. He says, I'll, I'll take May. Uh, but now he's backing off of that. He says, I have no idea on ESPN's Get Up, which is going to be renamed what, PK? Go back to sleep. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, the only thing I know is that we're going to put safety first and we're not going to take any chances. We're not going to do anything that risks the health of our players, our fans, our staff, the whole organization. So right now, I really don't have anything new to say. So that's where Mark Cuban is now. Golf Digest says the British Open is set to be canceled. The folks who run it, the Royal and Ancient, RNA. RNA CEO Martin Slumber said in a statement this morning they're working through options for the Open this year, including postponement. Due to a range of external factors, that process is taking some time to resolve. The Open's scheduled for July 16th through the 19th. So we've kind of run through the June events, and now the events, uh, the U.S. Open, Wimbledon, and now you got the British Open in mid-July, which is kind of the Olympic timetable as well. So we're getting uh, June and July events going away now. And so now it's the leagues in NHL and NBA, uh, Major League Baseball and Major League Soccer. How much are they going to alter slash condense their schedules? And then you brought up earlier this morning, as the pros, you know, in the NBA possibly uses this to tinker with its schedule and try out the summer. And you could see how if they are able to play in August and September – that they need an off-season in October and November. Maybe they start the next season around Christmas, and if that season goes into July and August and that works, people go to games and the viewership numbers are up and they sell all the jerseys and everything goes with it, maybe they just stay with that calendar move themselves away from that two-month NFL overlap they have right now. So you said, hey, this is an, yeah, opp- fine. Right. You, this is an opportunity for college to reinvent itself. Two or three things you'd like to see change in college sports. A whole bunch of stuff that I think needs to be reformed. And certainly cleaning it up uh, at the level of basketball is something that needs to be done. Uh, yeah, I don't care when these sports play because I'm interested in the sports that I'm interested. So I will watch and follow. They could play Pac-12 football. I don't care when they play it. I'm going to be in it. I've been into it literally my whole adult life. And I will continue to be into it. It's my favorite conference, and that's the one I follow the most. So I'm all over it. And secondly, I think that the loss of the British Open, well, I think they should follow the NBA and just move it to Vegas. Vegas, baby. And it becomes the Vegas Open instead of the British Open. They have the well, wind could you in imagine Vegas. If, if they kept it in July, they huh. would have to worry about social distancing because nobody would be there. So there's that. That's an upside. It'd be so freaking hot. (laughs) Bacon in Vegas. It's 100 degrees with 40-mile-an-hour winds. It'd be more than 100, but yeah. Yeah. You're right. It would be 115 down there. Uh, You saw this on Twitter. This is more uh, breaking news. Dick Vitale tweeting out about an hour ago, many naysayers claim the at NCAA enforcement staff will not do anything in relation to the sleazy stuff shown during the scheme and the hoop trials. Trust me, reliable sources tell me that LSU and Arizona basketball will be hit with major allegations by the NCAA. Yeah, well, Dickie V knows of what he's talking about because I have had people tell me that he's clued in. I know people who know him very well. I can remember I was in a, on a road trip once in basketball, and it was the trade deadline, and they had him. He was talking about 
uh, college hoop that game and that night that he was broadcasting. He says, oh, by the way, I don't even remember the team. It's just the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors, Raptors are pulling off this major deal. And the guy says, well, we haven't heard anything about that. And Dickie V says, well, I don't care what you heard or you didn't hear. It's going to happen. And sure enough, it happened. So when he says this, I think that he speaks from a position of absolute knowledge. Uh, the thing about it is, you know, major allegations I want to hear major penalties. Uh-huh, right, and he didn't say that. And I think no. he didn't say it on purpose. Because, again, it's what I said about Herb Street. A guy has a job like that. He's got a lot of people on his cell phone. He's got powerful people who don't want to be on the record, but they're telling him off the record. If they're not telling him the whole story, they'll tell him a big chunk of them. It's like when you were on the beat with the Trib. You know, it's, it's the local level, not the national level. But you hung around a lot of people, and they started telling you stuff. And there were a lot of people in the know. High school coaches were in the know. Recruits were in the know. Recruits' parents sometimes were in the know. You, there was a whole wide range assistant that there was stuff that you said on the air when we started doing the show and people would call you out for not knowing and then we'd go to break and you would literally tell me the person inside the program who told you <laughs> like he's not making it up people people tell him stuff and i think dick vitale's in that situation right now i would agree with that you know my experience of 30 years in the business is that the stuff you print or the stuff you say it's like maybe 25 to 50 percent of the stuff that you know or suspect? Oh, suspect, yeah. Then, <laughs> right? it's, then you can you can go even to a higher level. But stuff that you know that you just can't put out there. Because? Uh, I saw, people wonder uh, why, well, why you don't print what you know. Well, be, you, you have to factor in everything because, you, you know, you have to pick your battles because you, you, you still have to deal with these coaches and athletic folks. So you just can't expose everything. And some of it is of the nonsensical levels that uh, people wouldn't believe it because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And, and any number of things, man, I've got stories that just extend far beyond, and then they don't really necessarily relate to the games. Did you see Chris Camerani? I was, I was uh, texting him last night, wrote a piece of Morgan. Remember when Morgan did stuff for yeah, us I saw for that a year? That. Yeah. yeah, and Morgan had a quote that, well, you don't really know until you're at the facility at 5.30 in the morning. Okay, that's true. I don't know as much as the folks that are involved. But all that stuff that goes on at that point, people aren't really interested in that. They just want to see what happens out on the field. So I don't need to know. I don't need to be at the facility at 6 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday to know that Utah stunk in its bowl game and in the conference title game. And ultimately, that's really all the public cares about. So, I don't, A, I don't want to have to know about all the dirty details because then I don't have to decide whether I need to report them or whatnot. I feel I know enough. I certainly don't know as much as Morgan knows. But in the end, it doesn't matter. The public just wants to know, did you win, did you lose? And then they're going to be able to see it for themselves on a given Saturday or a Friday night, whenever it might be, on a Tuesday. Tuesday for basketball and so you don't really get caught up in all that stuff so you let all that stuff go by because there's you know once you get humans human beings involved there's going to be all sorts of relationship conflicts and all that stuff I mean if I would have went out there even right now years later and printed all or spoke all the stuff I heard about Dave Christensen it'd fill up a whole week's worth of time 
But the public's really isn't interested in that. They just want to know, did was the offense good enough to score points and whatnot? And I saw a stat that passing games of over 300 yards since the Utes have been in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. You see that Twitter thing? How many I, have they had? Uh, I forget the number, but it wasn't a big number. It was, it was one. <laughs> one. So really, I mean, who cares about all this stuff? We just know that Utah's passing game needs to get better. Now, they've won a lot of games because they have great defense and they can run the ball. And, you know, who's the next 1,000-yard rusher? Is it Brunfield? Is it Wilmore? I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be somebody because that's what they do very well. Right? And that's really all the public cares about. One more change we'd like to see in college sports, and I think we'll both sign off on this one. Dick Vitale tweeting out, interesting analysis on the documentary The Scheme, uh, and he's tagging a, a Washington Post story of the analysis here. Bottom line, the NCAA must let players be paid for their likeness. It would eliminate some of the sleazy stuff that takes place. Yes. Ooh, I, I hesitate to use the word eliminate. Because he said eliminate th- some. There'll, there'll be some. Okay. Some will go on, but some won't. But I also think it will create a new batch of problems that we don't currently have. So does that wash it out? And believe me, I'm all for give them as much money as they can get. I've got no problem with that. But I don't think all of a sudden if, if you've got 100% of the problems, by doing that you erase 50%. And so then you just have to deal with the other 50%. No, because I think you introduce another batch of problems that we don't realize right now. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. That's some of the stuff we've been talking about today, and it's brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at lhmdeals.com. Your feedback's coming up next. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Time for your feedback, and it is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or Lake So earlier we were talking about uh, movies, favorite movies to pass the time with, and we have people tweeting at us about that. Clint tweets at us and says, uh, I see uh, PK as Smeagol and DJ as Pippin in The Lord of the Rings. And then he's got a clip of Pippin asking, what about second breakfast? Again, me with the eating. Are you pretty happy with what you've done there? That's some of your best work. What have I done? <laughs> it made me eating a constant topic. I have not made you eat. You eat on your own, of your own volition. I, I did not make you have that second breakfast when we had that meeting with Ryan Hatch. No, but you broadcast it to the world. <laughs> it could have been a secret. <laughs> we were in a public restaurant. What do you mean it could have been a Nobody secret? Nobody noticed. Nobody noticed. It's just, just I noticed. One Hatch more, noticed. One more plate of eggs. The company noticed because they had to pay for another one. <laughs> well, the company didn't Who goes notice. to a, pl- a breakfast Hatch, meeting Hatch and has offered two enough. full breakfasts? Go ahead, DJ. You know you want to. He taunted Two me into full it. breakfasts. That was good eating. It's a good time. Second breakfast, me and Pippin. There you go. I mean, the waitress came over. What would you like for breakfast? And you said yes. Exactly. You see this right side of the I menu? You. Yes. Jeez, my goodness. It's like Majerus. Do you want appetizers? Yes. Which one? All of them. <laughs> Bring a little bit of everything. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, another story breaking this morning is events get delayed in July. We already told you, you know, the U.S. Open in June, Wimbledon, which is June and July, has been canceled. The British Open Golf Digest is reporting that it will be um, it will be canceled. They just haven't gotten there yet. The Democratic National Convention was scheduled for July. It's been bumped to August, which is where the Republican National Convention resides on the calendar in August. So if you uh, bring this all back to sports and when is Major League Baseball going to resume, when is the NBA going to resume, we're just seeing a lot of events in June and July. You up for uh, games without any crowd? Because it seems like that would move things along. I mean, some of these things have to. Conv- political conventions are going to have 10,000 people at them. But a baseball game doesn't have to. Can you put a baseball game on with 100 people or less? Well, ask the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, so they would know that very well. But, yeah, I know Florida, I guess they're Miami now. But I'm, I'm all for whatever it needs to be, whatever needs to be done to get it back because these are unusual circumstances. And so that's exactly what you're going to have, unusual circumstances. It's not ideal, but so what? We're, we're past the point of ideal. having things be ideal. I mean, what level... To, to the degree of, of a month ago was normal, what level of return to normal will we ever get back? I mean, I mean literally ever. Well, that's interesting. How many of the changes that are, I mean, I think we'll be capable of getting it back. You'll be able to walk around and shake hands with people. So I don't think that's, I don't think that's the issue. Maybe I'm up in the night on that, but I don't think that's the issue. But... You know, if companies found out, hey, we can operate with Zoom meetings, we don't need to lease all this commercial real estate downtown, and we can have smaller offices and have people who work from home part-time or work from home full-time, uh, yeah. Are, are, are we embracing technology now and going to get used to it in a way that we're just not going to relinquish later on? There's probably something to that. To what degree? Uh, somebody smarter than me has to figure that out. Yeah, I'm wondering if you and I ever again – will come to near fisticuffs during a break. <laughs> that wasn't us. That was talk show hosts in Arizona. Because <laughs> will we ever be in the same room again during yes, the show? Yes, that I think, yes, we will. Because personally, I don't think, as I've had this time of reflection doing it from home, I don't think your ego is big enough to allow me back in the studio. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yach's face just contorted in about 17 different directions at once. I'm not sure I can psychoanalyze everything Yach thought in that five-second span. No, you can't. <laughs> Your brain overloaded right there. It's like, what? You gotta, uh, this is, if Yach's a computer, you just got to power him down, let him sit for three or five minutes, and yes. power him back up. That, I need for to, whatever reason, that's strange. Quote, unquote, circuit. clear my head as they use in the technology business. Now, the positive is that, Yach, I don't have to put up with his stupid, random, trivial facts during the breaks. You got yeah. that. Well, you just you subjected yeah. me to that, though. Come on. Yeah, but well, you, I can't you help that. It. I mean, there's yeah. nothing. You're in a different room, so although you can see him, is separated by glass, I can't see him or hear him in the break. So there is some blessing. You know, maybe I shouldn't be so quick on the whole, uh, I mean, maybe radio is one of those industries that looks at the, uh, you know, the commercial space and says, we don't need it. I have a friend who does a uh, satellite radio show, and both the hosts are at home. Now, the producer is in a studio, but 
I don't know that the producer has to be in the studio. I think even that could go away. I got a text from uh, somebody that both of you would know yesterday mm-hmm. asking me what we were doing on our show because he was wondering how we were splitting yeah. things So maybe out. the question is, do you come back or do I also leave the studio and they use the space for something else? And I'm on no, remote and you're on remote. That. Yeah, that wouldn't be good because part of the fun of working where we do is not just you and me because we see each other, mm-hmm. but when people start to roll in around 9 o'clock and then at 10 o'clock we're ready to insult them and get in their faces and have fun. <laughs> I miss that. So, yeah, it's the whole group, it's the whole group dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're constantly making fun of one another, going back and forth, and now and you don't have it to the level that you used to have it. I don't have it at all, so I welcome that return because, again, that goes along my line of sports is that it, the normal for us is when Jake Scott comes into the studio at 9 o'clock on Fridays is to give him all sorts of crap. It's what we do. Yeah. And he knows it's coming, and we all look forward to it, right? And we want it to happen again. We want it to happen again soon. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We are out of time. Tony and Austin are coming up next.